Welcome to Christchurch Manchester Sermon Podcast. CCM is one church that meets every Sunday in various locations across Manchester. For more information about who we are or about our Sunday meetings, please visit www.christchurchmanchester.com. Hi CCM. Such a big joy to be with you. And uh, usually I was visiting different sites and there is a little competition as I understand. <laughs> but you're great. You are great. And can I say just since beginning, guys, you will grow. Amen. You will grow. Not only in maturity, you'll grow in numbers. And numbers are important. Because it saved lives and it sent people. Amen? So you'll grow. God gave you vision. And this vision will extend. It will become global. Don't limit. And God will join many people. Because God wants you to do what he wants to do through you. Amen? Uh, Okay. uh, Greetings from... Bedford, <laughs> great start. When I, when I introduce myself, okay, for now, for, um, for about two months, we are living in Bedford, especially here in Manchester. People said, okay, Bedford, mm, yeah, there are some good flowers and houses, and, and then it, the pose is longer and longer, you know, and then I, I just see the... the their eyes full of sorry. <laughs> Guys, it's a nice place. <laughs> uh, when we arrived, uh, I won't tell you the whole story because the subject is praying God's presence, but just a culture shock is yeah, you're facing when you're crossing the border, not as a tourist, but to, uh, to settle even for a uh, short season. I was feeling a lot of forms, you know, English people loves, or government probably, okay. Uh, so I was feeling a lot of forms, and one of, one of moments, it's my ethnic description. I was reading that long list, and the, mes- the best description of myself was other white. <laughs> It's very sensitive. <laughs> After Cyprus, because I arrived, maybe I will need to feel new form. Dark, other dark, I don't know. So for me, it's like, ah! And then I went to the conference. And people welcomed me. It was pre- uh, well-prepared pages with names. And one guy said, oh, are you Andrei Bandarenka? Yeah, I have special page for you. Oh, thank you. Maybe it will be color, nice color. He gave me visitor. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so it's happened. Just my experience. But it's fine. Um, anyway, greetings from all my team. As Tim said, we are friends for many years. And we've done not only, not only something in, in Czech Republic or Poland. Also, we've done a lot of things in Ukraine. I have sent you mess, uh, videos just to say thank you guys for your incredible generosity, but even more for your incredible prayer support. Since 2000, 
uh, I don't know, 14, 16, you've been trained constantly, I know, and, uh, and, and war start, when war starts again, you raise up your voice for the prayer. And one of particular moment, I was asking myself, why we are not praying now when war happening? You know, sometimes we want to pray, sometimes we, we know that we need to pray or, or we have to pray, but when war started and all this terrible stuff was going on and so many challenges, so dramatic, I found myself, I can't be focusing on prayer because we've been so focusing on the practical things, like evacuating people, food distribution, just trying to find where people are and, and, and communicating with people. So 24-7. And I found myself, I can't be praying as much as I before. And I had a very helpful conversation with David Devinish. I said, David, I feel strange. I'm praying less about the Ukraine and what's going on than before. He said, oh, it's very biblical. <laughs> it's interesting. When Moses sent Joshua to fight, Joshua was fighting, but Moses was praying. And because Moses was praying, Joshua could win. But it's hard to fight and pray one time. So we need. So this is about prayer. Because you've been praying. And many thousands of churches in Ukraine and in Ukraine and all around the world. Raises up their voices to pray we could continue. And not just survive. But we, we are walking with faith and hope. And we see God's opportunity. You know, in this darker time, the church... Shining like never. Like never. It's, it's painful, but it's unique. The darker, the, the more need for, for, for the light. And it's happening. The people who never could enter the church, now enjoying our, our, our fellowship. We never could reach that people. Now, the, at least they said, we, we experience the church, or we experience the God's love. We have sent a lot of people to different places, helped. And we've been uh, leading people from the most dangerous places, just how navigate how to go out from the darkest places. And some of them, they've been very afraid. They said, we have no people around the Ukraine. We've been living in our, in our little place. Who will care? Where we'll stay? How we'll find a way? How, who will drive us? He said, don't worry. There is a church everywhere. And by, by going from, from the east to the west, it's about 1,500 kilometers. People arriving with absolutely different perspective. They said we started with the zero understanding and, and uh, idea about the church. And then, first stop, they, they've been received by strangers, never seen them, welcome to the house, prepared beds, food, shower, everything. Next place, similar experience. Next, next place, similar. So through the Ukraine, then they, uh, they've been arriving to the kind of shelter, refugee shelter, with big eyes. Who are you? Why are you doing it? We said, we're just God's family. 
Do you know that people, the church where I stayed before? I said, no, I, I had no idea. I just got one, uh, I've done one phone call to my friend who knows the friend, who knows the friend, and they have church there. It's it, it how it works, because we are, we are one family. It's unique opportunity, the hardest situation, the brighter churches, and God through the church. So many people, they said, I never, I never had any desire for God. But by experience, his love, I'm open. I want to know him. This is unique. And it's, it's happening with millions of people now. Millions. It's unique momentum. So thanks for praying. We can do it because of incredible prayer support. And prayer, it's not just prayer. Some people saying, oh, what we can do? We're just praying. Not just praying. Prayer is it's powerful. We've been hearing these stories, testimonies, healings. God helps with the, this feel of loneliness for people from Argentina or India. Find a family. Get an answer from God. It's life-changing moments. Amen? I'm going to share. It's not teaching about the... Uh, prayer, because you have great teachers here. Recently, we've been introducing translated book, Multiplanting. Hey. Have you read it? It's nice. It's about you. <laughs> it's a great book. We, we translated to, to Russian language, and the uh, team came to our church, uh, to our uh, leadership gathering in Czech Republic. We just presented, and... When, when I was preparing myself for, for this gathering, I think ah, I need to write proper notes. At least I have to write. Maybe I won't follow it, but <laughs> let's be ready. Uh, first of all, I would love to present a little concept from the Bible. Because when we are talking about the prayer... In our mind, this is a specific moment in our life when we really focusing on God. And uh, for different people, it means different reasons why. And there are different reasons in Bible why we are praying. To worship God, to ask something, to cry out, to get comfort. It's different reason. But before talking about the prayer, let's think a little bit about the concept, Old Testament concept, but it's also concept in New Testament for godly life. It's walking before God. It, it's, it's bigger than praying, because prayer is part. It's a moment. It can be ours, but it's still a moment. Walking before God, this is concept. And one, one guy from the Old Testament, Genesis 5, 21, 24, when Enoch had lived 65 years, he, he became the father of um, this one. Yeah. And after he became the father of that guy, Enoch walked faithfully with God. Sorry, I'm reading this, this passage in English first time in life. So just forgive me. Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. It's a very short life description. And only few people in the Bible had such experience. God took him to his presence. Enoch? 
uh, Jesus, of course, and one prophet from all this, Elijah. It's unique, unique story with, with very short description. We don't know what his profession was. Was he farmer or shepherd? Who knows? Not a, not a lot of details, but main focus, Enoch walked before God. This is concept. Walked before God. This is life description. How we are living. And our prayer life really linked on how we can describe our life. Some people living their way, but praying sometimes. Or some people walking before God, walking with God, and they have prayer time as well. But the prayer, the, the goal for prayer, the prayer dynamic is really different. So uh, during this, this sharing, I would love you to think, will this phrase describe your life? Am I walking before God? To walk before God means to believe that he is life giver. He gave my life. Also, I'm responsible before him because when he gave life to me, he has a purpose. He has a story, beautiful story. Do I agree to live this way? Do you remember that I'm responsible before God in one day I will stay before him and we'll have a deep conversation about the life. Nice con- I hope nice conversation. I am living with hope about incredible moment when I meet Jesus and we'll have conversation. And one man in the Old Testament, his name is David. Um, I found one incredible verse in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 13, verse 22. I love this. I found it many, many years ago, and this verse became kind of one of pieces of foundation in my life. Acts 13, 22. After removing Saul, he made David the king. God testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. Wow. What a description. David was a young man. One boy. Actually, he was a young, young boy. Before he, he was called and anointed as a king. He was quite... Re- it was dramatic life. He was rejected in, in his family. It wasn't happy life. He had seven brothers, but he was kind of outside of that company. He was with the, with the servants of, of his father, looking after the ships away from home. And when they had very important dinner with the prophet, they just forget to call him. I don't know. Have you ever experienced rejection? Me do. Experience. It's painful. It's really putting down. And the way how I'm thinking and also how we, we, we feel about the life and about the God through this perspective. So many, often become, many people becoming very hard by experiencing rejection. For David, it was a choice. He, could, he, he had to choose 
how he will live with this experience of being ignored, re rejected. It's it's hard decision, and secretly, nothing public, no one knows. He made some very fundamental decision in his life before he became happy and wealthy, well-known hero. He was nothing. And in that moment, he made a decision. Lord, I'm going to walk before you all my life. And whatever you ask me to do, I will do. This is my decision. Will it be big or not big? It doesn't matter. My, my decision in my heart, I'm going to please you for all my life. This is my decision. You know... This little or actually big decision in secret place, no one knows, makes difference in our life. Unfortunately, not all decisions like this. Some people starting very good from good position, but wrong decision destroying life. Sometimes we can, we can say inside of us, not publicly, secretly, I'm going to become very rich and successful, and then everyone will know that I'm, I'm a man or I'm a woman. Su such decisions really shape the direction and even affects our prayer life. So I will stop just for a little while to think. And it's never late, you know, it's never late. You can stop now, it doesn't matter how old are you, where you are now. This decision will change your life today if you never made this decision yet. This decision will change your life forever. Decision before God. God, like David, I'm going to walk before you and I'm going with all my the best to please you to do whatever you want me to do. Can we stop just for 30 seconds? Can you close eyes if you can? Just think about your life. What phrase will, be, will describe your life now? Maybe you think, okay, the phrase, I do whatever I, I want to do, will describe my life. Do you think this is the best description? Are you going to carry with this or you're going to change? I'm going to walk before God. Secretly, publicly. Whatever I do, whatever I am I. I'm going to walk before God. I'm going to please God like David. Hmm. And if you make a decision to, to walk and please God, let's just ask help and grace from God to do it. We have no idea about our future. We have no idea about today and tomorrow and 10 years' time where you'll be. We have no idea, but this is a critically important decision. Holy Spirit, I'm just asking, move and touch.
and help us make such decisions, life-changing decisions. I love to encourage young people, teenagers. Don't think you are too young, not. I know people, they make such a decision in age of seven, eight, ten. I made such a decision in age of 15. Lord Jesus, you are worthy for such a decisions. You gave your life. You gave yourself to rescue us, to give us new life, new hope. You're incredible. I'm praying, Holy Spirit, help make this decision. And please, Give you grace for those who made this decision years ago to keep going. Be faithful. Do whatever you want us to do. Amen. 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 Pray in presence of God. The more I pray, the more I love to pray. Actually, prayer, when I started my story with God, was one of the most boring. Oh, it's so boring. My mom is a praying lady. She's with Christ now. When she was with us, she's a lady of prayer, full of faith, very prophetic. I was shocked. I think, how, how you can find so many words for hours I'm waking up she's praying I'm going to bed she's praying why I'm much more for Bible I'm reading Bible then I can talk from Bible so you know it looks nice when you know Bible <laughs> but then after a while I realize that the prayer it's not about how clever you are. It's about talking to God. I know it's, it's very simple. This subject is, is, is really simple to talk. And it's harder to, imply, uh, to apply. And it takes years sometimes to get to a point when you said, I love to pray. And I don't need just be disciplined. Because sometimes it's this question of spiritual discipline. Are you praying or not? Yes, it's, it's, it's good to be disciplined enough to pray, but it's not enough for praying life. It's full of, full, full of li uh, life and full of joy. Because when we are praying, this is conversation with God. This is moment when we stop doing stuff and just focusing on Him in His presence. And His presence is reality. Few years after I became Christian, first time I had an encounter with God. I never call God a father. Always it's Creator, Lord, God Almighty. Not because I had not good father. It just I, I didn't have this this revelation that God is Father. 
and he's very near. So a few years later, one conference, I was, I was listening to the story and, and from a Bible about God's love, and I just get it. Somehow inside of me, Holy Spirit said, you're son of God. It was a very important moment. If I'm son of God, I can trust him, and I'm in his hand, and also I can talk to him. And I started just to, to practice during my prayer life, not just talk, not just ask, but to make a pause expecting God to speak. It was funny moment because for a long time nothing happened. It's like stupid. You're spending time trying to, to listen and checking your, your ears. Maybe something wrong. Nothing happened. And also, it's not only time, it's skills as well. This is important skill how to, to hear God's voice. How to pray, create a space and time. Be, be prepared for hearing God, God's voice. Uh, and also it's very, you know, this, this experience um, helps us to be uh, humility, humble, yes. How to be humble. Because God is not speaking to us when we're just doing like this. God, you have five minutes to talk to me. So I need answer, clear answers for these three points. You've got five minutes. If not, I'm busy. <laughs> if, if our prayer life organized like this, quite often we hear nothing. Because everything, the best from God belongs to the humble people. He's given his grace to the humble people. And I was learning how to organize my, my prayer life. And I was, I was learning from Jesus because he had his... his um, prayer life uh, organized, he had time, he was quite often, he was waking up very early or he was spending time all night. We need to find a time which works for us. I'm not legalistic. Uh, because I'm early bird, it's easy for me to, to organize a teaching about you have to start very early. My wife, if she starts very early, she won't be holy. <laughs> Even cup of strong coffee won't help her. <laughs> so it's not best time for her. She won't be worshiper. I'm early bird, so I'm waking up early. This is my best moment. And I found it's important to find a place. Because we've been moving a lot during this season, all the time I discovered it's so hard to settle my prayer life so first time I'm doing, I'm walking around because I can't pray by sitting in a chair. I just, it doesn't work for me. I, it's hard for me to pray when I stand on my knee. I don't know why. My best prayer when I'm walking. So always when I'm moving to, to a new place, I'm trying to find a place where I can walk. And when I'm walking, I'm just talking to God. And it's very simple, but I found it's, it's important. So in Bedford, praise God, there is a Bedford Park. Sometimes too many people, but so I'm still learning. But it's important, I find it. I found it, so I have a place where I'm praying, praise God. And just little story, recent story. Um, 
very good, what is very good about prayer, we, we don't need to pretend. We need to get this moment that prayer, it's not a moment to impress God. It's, we, we can be very natural with the fear of God, of course. I really believe when we are walking before God, these elements are very important. Fear of God, to recognize who is God. To honor Him properly. For this reason, I am not joking some jokes about God. Because I, res I, I respect Him too much. I know He is he's very good. He is my Father. But I still remember. And I had some moments when I was full of fear. When I see Him in His glory. I still remember it. Fear of God. Love. And hunger for God. This is important. And on this context, we are very natural. It was a moment when war started 24th of, of uh, February. And it started two kilometers from our house. Uh, it was a military airport. Russian helicopters came and they started to destroy uh, with the rockets, sending rockets, all these explosions. My middle son... Teenager with a with a uh, phone was video on this uh, making video, and then Ukrainian army shooted some helicopters. It's all explosions. Then f uh, we had from our village we had two ways to leave village, and one bridge was destroyed, just bombed. Another side was heavy fightings and blocked uh, road. Uh, and I, it was a scary moment. I was really felt fear for my family. And I was thinking, maybe I made a decision, made a, made a mistake. Why, why we didn't leave earlier? But I felt we need to, to, to wait for people to help them as well. All these thoughts. And I started to pray. I wake up very early and I, I said, Lord, what we should do? what we should do. And I, I just felt during the prayer that God is saying, today, this morning, I will give you a window of opportunity to leave this village and evacuate your family and some other people. This, this little quiet voice in my heart. So because of after years, I know God's voice. I can trust him, even in a such dangerous and... and, and um, important moments. So I, I, I came to, to Natasha and I said, Natasha, today, this morning, in two hours time, as soon as we can take all our stuff and prepare people, we are going to leave. Natasha said, Andre, there is a fighting all around. How? We'll see. God is going to give us window opportunity. And, and uh, three cars with kids, a lot of people. We started to drive, and uh, we, we just checked. Yes, bridge is broken, uh, destroyed. We, we've been driving to another uh, side of village, heavy fightings. And then we opened the map, and we found that through the forest, it's not road, but it's like, it's not proper road. It's just sand, and cars were driving on a regular basis, but it's early spring, and a lot of snow just melted, 
and wet, wet sand, it's not the best road to drive. So local people, we started to check, local pe people said, no way, you've been stuck. But we still just continue and pray and we felt this is the right decision, we should go that way. So we started to drive. And our kids and Natasha, they saw soldiers hiding behind the trees with the guns, looking at us, and we've been driving. I was very concentrated, so it's helpful, you know, you're driving and you don't see any extra information. So I've been driving, but they said, Andre, uh, uh, did it, have you seen? I said, no, <laughs> I'm driving. And one guy said, the problem is you're, uh, you're driving to the road where fighting's happening right now. So he just came back from there. He said, no way. But somehow we just felt God is encouraging, go. So when we drove through the forest, we arrived to the main road in a moment when the fighting just finished and we could drive. You know, with, with the Holy Spirit... Only one way we can check is he right or not is just do. I'm learning to be obedient, not only be excited by hearing, but also obedient, doing, and then see miracle. And it's, it's happening. Can I tell you another one story? It's happened in Mariupol. Uh, we, had a, we have a church and... Uh, not finished building. For years we've been laughing. Why the church meets in a basement, ugly place. They try to make it nice. Oh, it's so ugly. But they never had money to finish because it's a huge project. And they said, okay, let's, let's use it. Because it's Ukraine, it's UK, not UK, we can use it, not finished. So when war started, just... I think one week or 10 days before, we felt God is saying, be ready, prepare food, water, uh, generators, be ready. So we have prepared, we bought everything, and for next two months, it was a place where people be, find a safe place, because it's really, it's still in concrete. Mariupol, as you know, from news, destroyed totally. So about 150 people have been hiding there, and half of them, at least, with no experience of, hear, of God, n never heard gospel. So about 75, 80 people. And, and, and believers, because it's all explosions all around, water gone quite, quite soon. And they started to collect snow, melted for, drink, for, for, for getting water. But the, the dangerous moment was with explosions. If you go for forgetting snow, you can be killed. They started to pray and ask God for right moment to go for, to find the snow. And it's numbers like 130, 150 people. And everyone in that moment, they started to pray. And someone with a little experience said, I really feel God is saying, now it's safe moment. So we can go and nothing will happen. And you know, with people with no uh, this experience, they've been looking, okay, how it works, how they can hear God. But people went, took snow, come back safely. Oh, it works. It's interesting. Quite soon, everyone in that room 
started to pray with expectation that God will explain. One and they've been reading Bible, of course, um, because 150, not a lot of things to do, you know. Just after a while, they've been praying together. And many people started to hear the same thing. In 20, maybe I'll be wrong, 21 or 27 days, you should go to a recreation place and I will protect you. Many people said, I really feel we need to count 20 something days. And everyone agreed and they started to count every day. And when that day arrived, it was heavy bombings, fightings. But they said, God said to us, you'll be safe. Everyone left. And they, went, uh, they, they, they were going for a few kilometers under heavy fightings. And no one died. And then some people, they never been believers, went to Odessa. It's another place. And they started to share the gospel. They've never been to proper church gatherings. Never. All the experience is praying with expecting that living God will answer. And they, they read some scriptures. They became very experienced evangelists. <laughs> They've been sharing the story and they said, What I have learned about the God, He is real. He is full of love. He is for me. He is with me. This is the gospel. It, seems it all starts with the prayer. So prayer, it's very natural, it's very real. And I can, I can tell you a lot, of, a lot of stories. God's presence, this is promise from God. Isaiah 50, 58. It's, it's chapter about the praying fasting. And God said, if, you'll, if you seek me with all your heart... You'll find my presence. I will say to you, here am I. I'm here. God's presence, this is promise. When we're meeting together, it's just said, if, if you gather in my name, I will be. And it's not just to believe, it's to experience by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, make it, make it real for us. We can feel God's presence. And this is privilege. Sometimes we can physically feel it. I love it. I'm not, I'm not expecting only, but I love it when I can enjoy God's presence. And this is promise. I, I think when we are gathering together as a church, it should be our expectation to experience God's presence amongst us. And God is going to speak, God is going to, to touch, God is going to heal. We are coming with expectation. It's not church gathering, it's not liturgy. It's meeting God and meeting each other. Amen? In all sides. Amen. <laughs> um, one more. What I have learned, because sometimes our prayer life is stuck. Have you experienced this? You're praying, seriously, nothing happening. It's hard to pray. I, I have learned that sometimes it means I need someone to pray with. Not all promises about the prayer is for individual prayer. It's really important. In our individualistic Western culture, we are very 
like my prayer life, my time to read the Bible, my, my, my. So many promises, not for individual, but for co corporate. It's important. And you know, the fullness of God, this concept, the word fullness applied to God. Jesus revealed fullness of God. Church. Church also represents fullness of God. And it's never applied to personal, to individual life. It's never in the Bible we can find that we can experience fullness of God in our life only. It belongs to the church. We can experience when we are together. For this reason, I have learned that when sometimes my prayer life is stuck, it's just encouragement from God that I need partners. And also, when I can't get an answer from God in my personal life, I can't. I'm praying, seeking, fasting, nothing happening. Oh, I have body. I have family. And so often, when I humble myself and I said, guys, I need your prayer, immediately. Immediately. And it's, it's happening Again and again, so I made a decision. Why I should experience stuck? Let's make decision earlier. Let's pray on regular base, privately and corporately. What I feel for you, I was praying for this gathering, for visiting you, because I love you. I really believe God is going to lead you into more corporate prayer as a CCM together. I know it's technically, it's just nightmare. It's expensive, it's complicated. Admin team will think, okay, it's easy to say than do. Yeah, but the benefit is incredible. What God is going to do, God is going to, because you are very good in making decisions in using opportunities. But there are a lot of hidden opportunities and you need to be told about opportunities for new church plants. You need to be told by God. Many places, when God is going to lead you and send you, this is hidden place. You never see. You need to, to, to be told. I really believe next season, God will encourage you to have a regular base, CCMs, prayer, evenings or days. And if, if I will fly or I will drive, I will join. I will join and we'll pray together and we'll see and we'll hear when God will prophetically say where he is going to plant and where we need to send the people. I really believe. And uh, just, just one day ago, one guy br brought prophetic word and I really feel I can share with you as well. There are two ways of planting trees. One way is long. You're taking seed, putting, and it's grow. It's slow. It takes decades. Another one, it's taking mature tree with roots. You know, these machines, you see how it happens, and replace it. What I really believe, CCM as a church is an incredible place to be prepared, to grow, become mature, and one of reasons for many to be replaced for God's purposes. So please be involved in everything. Be involved, learn. Do not ignore this 
opportunity. Because when you find your, your, yourself in new place, you'll be happy, be prepared. So be involved in everything. Be ready. God is going to send you, many of you, to a new place. And uh, you can smile now. Actually, when God is sending, it's very good. It's a bit painful. You know, when someone is taking you with roots, it's painful. I know. We've experienced two, two, two times. It's a bit painful. It's a bit tricky feeling when nothing, you can feel nothing. But when then God is replacing you and you're putting roots again, it's a wonderful feeling to be put by God into the right place and bring fruits. Can you feel God's presence now? God is here. And I know God, God is touching, God is working uh, in our heart because we have time to think. Hmm. I will ask for fresh anointing, prophetic anointing for your church. And it based on personal ability here, experience God's presence and hear God's voice. It's foundation pro. But then ministry others, but this is foundation. We are, we, we are so thankful you, our God, that you are real. It's not religious game, it's not liturgy, this is meeting with you, your presence. We enjoying you. You are so wonderful. We love you. We love your presence. It's treasure for us. It's treasure. Such a big privilege for us to hear your voice. And you said, my, my sons and daughters, hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice and can follow me. And they can, can recognize my voice in the midst of many voices. This is your gift. This is your... Yeah, this is gift of your love to hear, to communicate, to be able to hear you. And I'm praying for those who never experienced yet or never noticed when you've been speaking. I'm praying, Lord Jesus, just ask, just teach, Holy Spirit. Do something incredible, even like sights and, 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 and physical experience which will attract attention and realize God is speaking to me. I'm asking for physical experience, your presence, and hearing your voice at a starting moment for many. I'm praying especially for, for young people, for teenagers, for boys and girls. I'm asking for breakthrough. I'm, oh Lord, I'm asking for new experience, joy, joy experience, Holy Spirit, be filled with the Spirit. Experience God's presence like Samuel in his early age. He was hearing your voice. He was wondering what's, what's going on, what's happening. But in the end, he became very confident and, and, and great story. I'm hearing God. It's for me, but also I can, I can, I can minister to many by releasing God's word to them. Lord Jesus, I'm thankful for CCM. You help them to recover from COVID by your grace. You increase the number. We see new people, new baptisms. 
gospel is preaching out. Thank you, Lord. This church is continuing to bring fruit. And I'm praying, let's your anointing just multiply. You'll let your life, may your life just multiply. I'm blessing in Jesus' name. I'm praying about freshness, new ideas from you, Lord. Because your ways, your thoughts are much higher than ours. Let heaven come to the earth. Your, let your ideas and your ways come and just will be following you. I'm praying, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.